Welcome to the Sales Influence Podcast, where we talk about finding the why in how people buy. I'm your host, Victor Antonio, and today I'm going to answer a question that was posted on YouTube by, here's the gentleman's name, and I'm going to apologize beforehand because I know I'm going to get it right. His name is Aluaseum Ibosiola. Oluwaseum Ibosiola. I'm just going to call you O, so I hope you don't mind. O was actually viewing one of my videos, uh, Four Keys to Selling Value Services, and he leaves the following comments. This is a different uh, approach than my typical podcast, and I, but I think we're going to learn something together here. So I wanted to share it with you, my listeners. Here's his question. It says, hi, Victor. That was a nice piece of information referring to the video or the audio podcast. He said, Victor, I work as a representative for a distribution company who deals in the trade of solar batteries, inverters, and panels in Dubai. He says, I have been given the responsibility to get dealers who can buy and stock this product in Nigeria, in the Nigerian market, and I'm having issues accomplishing this. My challenges are the following three. One, due to present economic recession and rapid currency fluctuation, importers are requesting we bring this product to Nigeria to do local warehousing instead of importing them from Dubai. Two, many importers buy average products from China, so investing in premium products will involve increasing their cost of investment and the profit margin might not be as high as the Chinese products. Three, there are other few premium products which are selling at a similar, in a similar price range. Please, I need strategies and advice on how to break into this market. Great questions. Let's tackle the first one. Due to present economic recession and rapid currency fluctuation, importers are requesting we bring this product, these products to Nigeria to do local warehousing instead of importing them from Dubai. Now, for those who've never dealt with international markets, here's the problem. It's not like when you go to Amazon and you order a product and it could get there the next day. When you ship something international, first of all, there's the shipping international in terms of the distance, whether it's you know by air or by freight, by cargo. And one of the things that happens is when they get to customs, think of customs like immigration for people who go through an airport, but this is for products. So when they, the products go through customs, there's so much paperwork that is involved in bringing the product into the country that if the, the I's are not dotted, the T's are not you know, crossed correctly, the products get stuck in customs. And all kinds of things can happen and they can be there for an indefinite period of time. So if you need to have those products, you're kind of screwed because they're stuck in customs. And I've been through this. I sold technology products in the technology market. I was president of sales and marketing, global sales, and I also lived in international regions. So I've dealt with this stuff. This is a very difficult issue. But nonetheless, here's where I think you might not be looking at things correctly. Oh, the first sale you have to make is not to convince the dealers or the installers or maybe even the retailers in the region to warehouse your product. The first sale you have to make is to talk to your management and convince them that if they're serious about going after the Nigerian market, if they're truly serious about going after that market, they have to make an investment. And the investment they need to make is to invest in several systems that they can actually ship into the region ahead of time. And then find a dealer or an installer 
or retailer to actually warehouse them. In other words, put them in storage, right? Until they sell them. Now, your job now is to convince management that, hey, we need to make an investment in the region. So let's say for these uh, inverters, panels, and batteries, you know, let's say a typical system, depending on the wattage, of course, uh, is let's say $10,000. Well, maybe you can purchase ahead of time, ship down there five systems. Okay, you ship down there five systems and you then find the right dealer or installer. Now, here's the beautiful thing. When you ship products on your dime, in other words, your investment, your company, you're going to find dealers and installers who are going to want to work with you. But if you don't want to put any stock in the region, they're saying, well, hey, if you're not investing, you have no skin in the game. Why should we take the risk? So by actually committing to an investment of $50,000, guess what? You're going to find dealers and installers who are more likely to represent and push your products in the market. Now, keep in mind that having systems down there, like let's say five different systems at $10,000, you also have to take into account spare parts. In my business, we would always estimate 10 to 20% of the actual inventory in terms of spare parts. So in other words, you know, it's like having extra spark plugs for your car or things of that nature. You got to have spare parts down there as well. So keep that in mind. So it may cost a little more than the 50,000. But nonetheless, once you have it down there, the next step is, so let's walk through it slowly. Step number one, convince your management if they're serious about making an investment in the region, they're going to have to put some money on the table. That money on the table is the $50,000 plus the spare parts cost to put products in the region. Now, now you have a negotiating card to talk to your dealers and installers. Find a serious dealer or distributor down there that is willing to warehouse and store the products. Now, Next thing is, you have to train them. You have to certify them on your products and services. So again, so you have to take the time to do that. There's no shortcut because if something goes wrong with the product, the dealers need to be able to fix it. The installers need to be able to fix it. If the end customer calls up, say something's not working, you need to have products in the region right away, but you also need certified installers, technical people in the region who know how to fix this stuff. Another thing to keep in mind is make sure that all the literature you have, like the brochures and the manuals, are in the in, in Nigerian language, okay? Whatever the language or the most common language may be in the region. I've never been there, so I don't know. That said, once you have products in the region, you know what you can do with those five systems? We used to do this is that we used to find customers to say, hey, we'll install this system here. Why don't you try it for a month? And if you like it, you buy it. And if they didn't, we would take out the system and move it. Now, I don't know if you can do that. It depends on the size of the system. Or option two is we would install one big system with a preferred customer and maybe give them a great discount on the price. Then every time we had potential customers, we would take them to that site to show them our system at work. So again, we used it as almost as a beta site, we called it. Again, find a customer, Install your system, your, your complete system, and then other customers can go to that site and look at it and determine if they want to buy it or not. And the fact that you have stock in the market, that's even better. Now, if you do that, if you sell your management on investing, and if you find the right dealers and you give them the stock, you give them the spare parts, and you train them, then let's go to number two. You said many importers buy average products from China. So investing in premium products like yours will involve increasing the cost of an investment and the profit margin might not be as high. In other words, you're saying there's other people selling or undercutting your price. But see, 
you're missing it. And maybe your management is missing it also. That by having stock in the region, by having spare parts in the region, by having certified technical support people in the region, customers will pay more money. So it doesn't matter if somebody undercuts you, unless they're willing to make the same type of commitment you're gonna make, they're not gonna be able to sell it. Number three you had, there are other few premium products which are also selling at a similar price range. But again, they may be selling at a similar price range that you're in, but have they made the commitment to the region? Do they have stock in the region? Do they have spare parts? Do they have certified installers? This is where you could win, but you have to sell your management on the fact that they have to be serious about making an investment in the region. And if you can't convince them, let them listen to this podcast and let them hear my voice because I've done this in many regions. And unless you're serious, unless you're moving stuff into the region, dropping stock, spare parts, you know, committing to certified installers, you're never going to win the game because at the end of the day, customers are not going to take a risk because if something goes wrong, they're not going to call Dubai from Nigeria and say, hey, can you drop ship this? They're just not going to do this. So I hope that answers your question. Oh, uh, good luck with that. Let me know how it goes. Thank you again for listening to the Sales Influence Podcast. I know this was a little different. Let me know what you think of these. Do you want me to answer some of these questions or would you rather me stick to some of the basic stuff that I typically talk about where we talk about finding the why and how people buy? So we can talk about business. We can talk about the psychology of buying or maybe we can do a little bit of both. Uh, Don't forget to leave me some feedback on iTunes, Stitcher, or YouTube. Let me know what you think. I greatly appreciate it. And thank you again for those of you who've commented, especially those who've left me nice reviews on iTunes. Thank you very much. Also, check out my sales training website, SeminarsOnSelling.com, where you'll find great training videos for you or your team to help you grow your business. They really are great programs. You should really check them out. Lastly, I want to thank you for listening. This is Victor Antonio, always reminding you, selling ain't hard when you know how. Take care.